I'm Kathy Reshard. I'm the program uh, director. Can you tell me about uh, how you got involved with this program? Oh, I was, I was actually, I went back to school as I had raised my kids and, you know, computers were coming up then. So I had to go back to school. And when I was going to school here in Lake Charles, um, I also needed a job. So I joined the work study program there and they sent me here to Big Brothers Big Sisters. And um, I did, I, you know, I helped everybody in the office and uh, I got in uh, kind of tight with the, the program director back then of the foster grandparent program. And when I finished school, um, I uh, did two years with AmeriCorps and was stationed here. <laughs> and uh, I worked with her and the seniors doing their uh, health information. And um, then when I finished my two years with AmeriCorps, well, she wanted to hire me to work with her, but her budget wouldn't carry me. So I was split between her program and Big Brothers Big Sisters. And then she left and I moved in. <laughs> and I, I, I was thinking about this this morning. I have really only loved two jobs in my entire life. Well, work, that is. I'm not counting being a mother. <laughs> um, and one was an oil company I worked for out of Lafayette and this one. And, you know, you know you love your job when you really don't want to take any time off. I mean, you have to or you lose it. <laughs> but, right. You know, you really don't want to take that time off. You know, you want to be here and be with everybody that you work with. And for me, my, I call them my little people, my senior citizen volunteers, they are, they're family. I mean, it, it's some people, you know, they, they like to put that distance between them and their volunteers. And I feel that my job as director is not only to place them in the schools, give them training and do all the work that I'm supposed to do, but I'm, I'm also here for them. Some, you know, they, they may not have any family in town or even in state and, or they may have problems with family that are here in town and they don't have anybody to talk to. So I'm also an ear for them to tell their problems to. I don't try to solve their problems, but um, I'm at least here to listen to them. So we all get close and needless to say that when I <clears throat> unfortunately lose one, it's like losing a member of my family and it, it just breaks my heart. But that's the way this program is. You're working with seniors and you know, eventually you're going to lose one. Can you tell me how the foster grandparent program works? 
Well, it's um, <clears throat> it's seniors 55 and older. We uh, recruit low-income seniors because it is a stipend program. Uh, the stipend is to help them to be able to afford to be in the program, and it helps supplement their income. It's a small stipend. Uh, it's not going to make them rich, I promise you. It's non-taxable. So you know it's not going to make them rich. Um, and what they do is, after they've gone through their background checks, their physical, uh, their orientation training, I assign them to a school that's as close to their house as I can get it. Um, and they go into the schools and they work one-on-one -on -one with children who are struggling academically. My grant that I am renewing uh, this month, I am strictly going with reading this time instead of reading in math because the children, because of the pandemic and us two hurricanes all in 2020, mm. children are two years behind in reading. So we are trying to help the teachers uh, as best as we can to, to get these children up to par, it's, it's probably going to take a little while to get them up there, but you know, we're gonna, we're gonna get in there and do everything we can to help these kids get their reading up because without reading, you forget about doing math, you can't read the problems or the directions. So we wanna get them with their reading. It has to be our main focus right now. So the, the uh, counselor and the teachers at the school will, at the, like the beginning of the school year, after they've done their testing of the kids, they'll see where they're at. Then they'll know who needs the most help. And that's where they assign the grandparents to. And they go into the classroom and they work with these children that they're assigned to and help them learn their reading, help them improve their reading, and these, these volunteers, once they're in the classroom, they become everybody's grandma, grandpa, mama, papa, um, whatever it is that they decide that they're gonna call their volunteers and the children love them. They get attached to them. And if they see the, they see the grandparent in, in a store, They'll go running up to them and mama so and so, and that leaves the parents standing back there going like, huh? <laughs> but you know, and it's a lot of these kids too. Their grandparents they either don't have any living grandparents anymore, or their grandparents aren't in town, so they don't have that much um, visitation with their their grandchildren, their grandparents. So these these people kind of fill that void a little bit. And it's the same way for the grandparents. These kids fill the void of them missing their grandchildren. So it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, how does it affect uh, the, the grandparents' uh, confidence level? Oh my God. It, it affects them on every level. It affects not only their confidence, it, it helps boost their, their morale. It gives them a reason to get out of the house. 
they're able to have something to look forward to every day. And it helps them uh, with their health issues because they're not sitting at home doing nothing, watching TV all day or, you know, just staring at four walls. They're out in the community. They're out with the children, with other adults, other grandparents that are in the schools with them. So it, it increases everything. I mean, it, it, it helps them uh, to carry on. It keeps their mind busy. So, you know, it keeps that old Alzheimer out of the picture and tells him, stay away. No, no. And so it's, it's, it's a wonderful program for the seniors. It, uh, I've had seniors that would, that had cancer, that would go to their treatments and then go to school to work. So it, it really helped to boost them and to know that, you know, I don't have to go get this treatment and go home and feel blah all day. You know, you go and you're around these kids and their energy energizes you. And, you know, their smile and their laughter, it just bring, lifts your spirits up. And knowing that you're doing something to help the future of our nation, it's, I don't even have words to explain how they feel. I know if it were me, I would feel that like, you know, I was the one who helped the president get to where he is today. Well, I, I grew up with uh, learning disabilities and I was in uh, classes and, you know, I would, I would have loved having a program like yours. Right. Uh, how is it for the kids that are getting this extra support? They, they actually look forward to the grandparent going in there and working with them. The ones that actually have the grandparents assigned to them, uh, they love getting that one-on-one that -on -one attention, the praise that they get from the grandparents when whatever they, little improvement they make, and no matter how small it is, the grandparents will say, you know, that, oh my God, that is so good. Oh, you're doing so well, let's do it again. And, you know, the, the children's faces just light up. And it's to the point where the children in the class that don't need the help, they, they're kind of a little jealous and they want to work with grandmother this or grandfather that. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, sometimes a teacher might say, well, you know, if you do this, they, they use the grandparents as a prize. <laughs> They're not supposed to, but they do. And, uh, but it, it also helps those kids too with, you know, if they would have, they may be really doing well in class, but maybe their behavior is a little off. You know, they might have the grades, but, you know, this, this is a treat and it might help keep them in line. You know, if they're looking for, um, 
something to do for these kids to be be able to hold them down so that you know they don't become a big problem. So I mean, my grandparents go in there with all the praise and love that they can give to these kids, and it comes back to them because the, the the kids just love them. How does it feel for you that uh, this program is making uh, this impact in not only grandparents, but grandparents in the program or uh, the kids as well? Uh, I feel so proud. It's, it's like, you know, this is my baby and my baby is doing so well. I mean, granted, we're nationwide. Um. So, and I mean, we've, this program has been around, oh, for 50 plus years. So, you know, it's not my baby, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's very rewarding. Uh, my grandparents, if they're recognized by the public, by uh, these community groups, um, it's uh, for the, the work that they do, you know, it's I'm proud of them because they're doing well enough to be recognized outside of our circle. And I just, you know, the, the, if somebody contacts me and wants to give an award to one of my volunteers, you know, I'm just I get off the phone and I'm just smiling ear to ear. You'd swear that one of my kids did something great and. It's, I, 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 it makes my heart feel so full. So you said earlier about the, everyone's feels like family to you. Uh, what have you uh, learned from some of the grandparents? Oh my God. My grandparents, there's something else I tell you. Um, I've had a lot of grandparents come and go, uh, lost a lot of them, a lot of them. And I mean, when I started doing this, needless to say, I was a wee bit younger and I have always, even growing up to this day, have taken advice from my, my, my elders and, you know, they have all the tricks about, if you have a toothache or, um, you know, your ear hurts or this hurts or this is bothering you, they have all these old time remedies that, you know, they'll, they'll tell you, you know, do this, do that. Um, I had one that was, my sinuses were with this weather. Everybody down here, sinuses is going ballistic. Um, but, you know, they're telling me, take this, do this, take this, and I'm like, okay, okay, you know, some of it I'll try, and some of it I'll go, uh-uh, but there, I learned, it, it's a lot of stuff, it's, it's, it's stuff that, you know, I've, I had learned growing up with elders, and besides that stuff, I mean, They've, they've actually taught me 
how I've always been a patient person, but um, they've taught me how to be more patient. And um, they have really lifted me up through some dire times in my life. I've um, almost nine years ago, I lost my, my only child and my grandparents were here. Uh, four years later, I lost my only sister. My grandparents were here. Three years ago this month, well, three years ago this week, I lost my husband. And my grandparents were there for me. They are still here for me. And I, I, I love them all dearly. They, they're my friends. They're, my listening post because sometimes there's things that's going on and I try not to let them get in too much into my personal life but you know they've raised their children they some of them have raised their grandchildren and um my son's only child I raised him he's 19 now and so sometimes, you know, I'll talk to them about there was something going on with my grandson and they would give me advice on that. So it's, it's a give and take relationship that we've got. Um, my little ladies are, they're there for me as I, I would be there for them. So we're family. How is it? They don't fight. <laughs> well, <laughs> they don't want to fight with me. <laughs> well, how is it having that support system for you and them as well? I think it's wonderful. Like I said, you know, some some of my seniors they don't have family here. Um, maybe they've outlived their siblings, and you know, they just. Sometimes they just need someone to listen to them. And my door's always open. My phone is right there. Um, whenever they need me to hear them out, to maybe they'll call and ask me, you know, where can they go for this kind of help or that kind of help, services that may be in the community. I'll look it up, I'll find what they need, I'll give them the information, and if it helps them, great. If it doesn't, let's try another avenue. They, um, they're really the best group of people that you would ever want to know. Now, my numbers, I used to have a lot of grandparents. Um, but due to COVID and the two hurricanes, and not really so much COVID, but it was the hurricanes that uh, I lost my numbers because they lost their homes and had to move out of state to live with family. Um, COVID, I didn't lose any grandparents from COVID directly. 
It was more indirectly because of being shut down for almost two years. Those that did have some health issues and the program was able to keep them active were inactive for almost two years. So their issues became more prominent and they had to leave the program. So now I'm back to building up my numbers again. And it's, it's hard, but we'll get there. 